Hallelujah. If you guys don't know who I am, I am AJ Valdez, associate pastor here at God Squad Church. And I count it an honor and privilege as I come to you to share God's word. I, I want to thank the lead team, Pastor Boss, Pastor Amanda, Pastor TJ, for giving me the opportunity. I never can't take it lightly when I get the opportunity to become behind a, a pulpit, even though there's no pulpit here. I, we, I, I never take it lightly. This is an honor and privilege. And I want to just welcome you all in. I see so many names in chat that I love. Love you guys. I appreciate every single one of you being here. I really believe that God has a word for us today. If we just be open, even a word for me, I, I, don't, I don't even want it to be AJ to speak today. I want God's word to go forth. And if you want to open your Bible, it's up to Luke chapter three. We're going to start off. Pastor Boz shared a powerful message last week, and we're continuing our, our walk through Luke. And we're going through scripture by scripture. And today I want to be talking about the baptism of Jesus, and it's, it's fitting because we had a baptism today. We've seen um, um, er, er, um, Erk's band get baptized. Awesome to see on stream. He, you know, it, the, to see his um, our pro, um, proclamation of what God is doing inward and the saint, and he's making it known to all of us here. And honestly, it's just it was awesome to see. I really enjoyed it. So uh, it's fitting that now we have this, and we didn't plan this. This is this is God planned this. This is God's plan, and He planned this. So in Luke chapter three and verse twenty-one, I'm going to read. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. As He was praying, heaven opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on Him um, in a bodily form, like a dove. And a voice came from heaven saying, "You are my Son, who I love. With you, I am well pleased." And today we're going to get into. I have a couple of things I want to bring out in the scripture. And we, as we look at this, it's like, what, like, why did Jesus need to be baptized? Because wasn't John's um, baptism a form of repentance? Wasn't John the one saying, repent now and, uh, for the kingdom of God is near and be baptized? Why, why did Jesus need to be baptized? Because he was without sin, right? And this question, it, it, you know, it, it perplexes us kind of. But I want to bring you through the reason why he, he was baptized and what it fulfilled. And also... All, all, all the way to the promises of God and then to who he is. You guys notice my shirt. Every, every, every time I preach, I make a shirt. He is the lion of Judah. He is both the, on one side, I have the lamb. On the other side, I have the lion. He is both the lion and the lamb. And honestly, we serve such an awesome God. I, 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 I'm excited to share it with you. For many of us already know, but I love to hear it over and over again about who our God is. And first of all, I want to bring out number my first point today is the obedience of Jesus Christ. As we look here, there, there, there is an example of obedience that no man could measure up to. <laughs> None of us, even the first Adam, couldn't get close to. We know that Paul refers to, to Christ as the second Adam. And honestly, his obedience, right, even to when he was taken by execution, what do he, he say? He's, and the, the people call this a form of passive obedience, but I just call it the perfect obedience of Christ. He says, you know what? I lay my, down, my life down freely, right? He, he, um, 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 I lay it down for my sheep, it's not, not by you, not by your authority, but by my own free will. Because at any point, he could have stopped that and had legions of angels come, come around him, but he didn't. But he also shows the active obedience, right, of Christ. And th th this refers to when, when, when he's perfectly obedient to the whole law. We can never measure up to, right? We can never be under the whole law, the whole Mosaic law. We, 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 can, we, 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 we break laws every day. Come on. So, some of you know what I'm talking about. We, we, we fail every day, but here's Christ. And it's perfect obedience, right? Coming to John. And even John was perplexed by this. At first, probably, I can imagine it like this. I like to, when I read God's word, I like to visualize, like, what's taking place here. And I could th I think about it. I think that there could have been, like, a big line, you know, people getting baptized. Because, yeah, we know. That, that line was probably big. There, there's a lot of people that need to repent, right? And, and John was preaching the word. And John was full of the spirit. And, and so I can imagine a big line. And people's, getting, people's names getting called out, like, yo. AJ from, from California, you're next. 
And then all of a sudden they say, Jesus from Nazareth. And at first, no, no, nobody's really, you know, knowing who this is. Some people might know of him. Then he comes, and even John, even it talks about John, at first did not know who, who he was. But then he realizes, what is John? John's perplexed by, like, I, I shouldn't be baptizing you. You can see that in Matthew, in Matthew um, 3. He's, he tells you, I, I, I should, I'm, not, I'm not even fit to tie your sandals. I shouldn't be, you are, you're, you're, the, you're the one I've been talking about. You're the one who's to come. See, people thought John the Baptist was the promised Messiah. And he was like, no, I'm, I'm, not, the, I'm not the promised Messiah. There's one that come that is greater than me. The sandals that I'm not fit to tie. Are you listening to me? That is going to baptize you with, the, with fire and the Holy Spirit. Come on. And we have that in our generation. We have that at our disposal because of what Jesus did, because of his perfect obedience, because the obedience of Jesus Christ, because he was willing to do all that the Father asked. Are you still with me? It gets me excited. And we look at this and we're like, what? And I, I can imagine how John felt like, man, I, you're the Messiah. You're the, you're the one I've been talking about. And now you want me to baptize you because John's baptism was a form of repentance, right? Or, or a form of that old man dying, which you see take place here today. That Urban now, he's stepping into that. He's declaring into that new life, right? I know he already received Christ, but he's making it known to the world and to his family and to everybody that I'm a follower of Christ that I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to be the same. And Jesus didn't need that. Jesus was perfect without sin, the perfect lamb that was unblemished. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so there's many reasons I can imagine here, but in order to understand this, why Jesus needed to be baptized, we have to go back. We have to go back. And understand his perfect obedience, we have to go back. I really believe to understand who Jesus really is and his role. Many of us know who he is, but for of us that don't know, in Romans 5.12, it talks about this. It says, therefore, just as sin entered into the world through one man, and death through sin, and this way death came upon all people, because all sinned. Verse 13, to be sure sin was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not charged against anyone's account, for there is no law. Verse 14, nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, as did Adam, and in this pattern, the one who to come. And if you go down to verse 17, for if by the trespass of one man, death reigned through the, mat, through the one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? See, we have to go back to understand what's taking place here. And it mirrors, it mirrors the fact that Jesus getting baptized, and even John telling him, right? John telling him, man, I should be baptizing. You should be baptizing me. Like, you're, you're with, you haven't sinned. You're the Messiah, the one who was promised. And it also mirrors the time that Jesus was on the cross with those thieves, remember? What did the thief tell him? Hey, we, we've done wrong. We, we deserve to be up here. But you, you did nothing wrong. You don't deserve this, but why? Because of Christ's perfect obedience, he faced all of this for you and I. And he tells John, so that all righteousness may be fulfilled. What, what, what a God, see, it was something that we couldn't do ourselves. If you go back, so if you go back, we're, we're looking here now, through, throughout the Bible, right? We, we're looking at the obedience, something that we couldn't keep 
<laughs> we couldn't we, we, we couldn't to live up to this to the even the the laws of moses right even back into the garden so throughout the bible my second point is the promises of god and throughout the bible right we see the promises of god conveyed over and over again they're called covenants right he the first covenant was with adam but then you see the covenants with Noah, you see so on, covenants with um, Abraham, Moses. There was, there was covenants in place. And to understand what, what, what is happening here, it was to show us that, look at the first Adam failed. Yes, yeah, sin entered this world through the mistakes of this one man. Adam represented the entire human race. Anybody, whoever is going to exist with that choice that he made. And it's, it's like, man, it's like, man, I don't deserve this. Why? I didn't know Adam. But we are, <laughs> we are in the line. We are descendants to, uh, we are the human race, right? You call yourself human here today. And it, it came upon all men. You see what, 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 uh, what Paul is saying here in Romans. But it took for somebody perfect, somebody that was without sin, somebody that followed the whole law, that somebody that, 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 that was obedient to Christ. And we know the story in Genesis, Genesis chapter 3. Many of us read it. I encourage you, if you, if you haven't read it, if you only heard it, when you're in, um, what do you call it, in children's school or children's chapel or, or nursery or the school, that, you, know, the, 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 you know, you go there when your parents are in the real service. <laughs> I used to go there and I was a PK. I used to run a muck in there. They used to be like, don't send this kid. What are the teachers actually talking about? He can't come in here no more. <laughs> I got kicked out of a children's chapel. I never even heard of it being kicked out of the kids' chapel. I, got, I had to go sit at the big service and just sit there. But God knew what he was doing. I, I caused all kinds of problems. Anyway, those PKs. But anyways, I want to encourage you to go back and, and read the story of the fall. And really, it's so, it's so God, every time I read the, the Bible, God begins to show me more, like he reveals more of who he is, right? Of his goodness, his faithfulness. Honestly, the, <laughs> I'm so grateful for. And so, as, and, and when you just know the story, right? What, what's the story? The story is they were in the garden. God told me, you can have it, I mean, they had it good. You can have it, anything you want. Just don't eat from the, this tree, the, right? The, the tree the, um, of, of of knowledge, right? Don't don't do it. But then who comes in? Right against God's word, the serpent comes in, tells them, um, did God really say that? You try to take the word of God out of them. Eve does well for a little while. She she tried to combat it. Then all of a sudden, next thing you know, she's looking at the fruit. Like I'm I'm paraphrasing here. She's like, man, it looks pleasing to the eye. Let me try some of this stuff. Then she gives it to her husband. And the next part of the story really 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 hits home with me. Really hits home with me because man, they had it good. It, it was so good. That relationship with God, they, they walked with God. It talks about God coming in the cool of day. Uh, that's one of my favorite parts of the day. So it's nice and cool out. The sun's like, you know, it's not fully up. It's, it's going down. The cool of day. And, and God comes in here and like, yo, Adam, where you be at? <laughs> where you at, Adam? Adam. And honestly, like this hits home for me because what an opportunity we have even now because of what Jesus has done in our lives because of his perfect obedience. Because being obedient to one of the worst deaths, even death on a cross, to being obedient. And, if, and, and we have an opportunity, have a relationship, have that Holy Spirit inside of us. And does God come and say, yo, AJ, where you been at? Why haven't you met with me? What's keeping you, me, what's keeping you away from me? What, what, what's coming in between us? And it, it, when I was reading, I was like, whoa. I never looked at it like that, Lord, like. He was like, man, Adam. And then Adam goes, well, um, um, we're here. We're, we're, we're hiding. We're, we're naked and ashamed. And he's like, he's like what? You're naked? I made you naked. Who told you you were naked? 
What do, you, what do you have to be ashamed of? And we know the story. Adam tries to blame Eve. They try to blame, you know, the blame game. But I love one of the guys, like, you know, Adam, they, they said they made, they, they try to cover their, their, their shame. And I love, like, one of the first acts of redemption for us that, that God, he, he, I told my, my daughter this the other day, that God made, he made tunics for Adam and Eve. I told my daughter the other day, I said, I'm going to say this out of, I'm going to say, you're looking, you, people, some people want to get Gucci. I, imagine that G.O.D. clothing line. <laughs> some of you want Fabletics. Imagine that G.O.D. clothing line. <laughs> Clothes that never fade. Anyway, I was telling her, she's like, Dad, don't do that. You're, you're a nerd. She's like, I was, I was telling her in the car the way, because I was talking about this message when I was going to preach. It's like, Dad, don't do that. You're, you're a nerd. I'm a nerd. I, I had to do it, right? But why? Well, he made them the, these clothes to cover their shame, their nakedness and their shame. One of the first acts of redemption. See, God wasn't looking how he, yeah, man, you thought when we ate the apple that we'd instantly die. We did. We, we, spiritually, there was a, a disconnect came because of disobedience. But in God and his loving nature and, and, and who he is, yeah, there's going to be consequences that now we're, we're, we, we, were, we were inheritors of death when he had this eternal life planned for us. But now because of what we, of the disobedience, not be able to obey, but and people say, why do you have to put that tree in the garden? Because it offered that that choice, whether we want to love God or not, whether we want to be obedient to His ways, whether we want to acknowledge our Creator in our lives or not. And when we chose, we chose the wrong thing. But in saying that, He knew, He knew all this because He knows He's the Alpha, the Omega. He knows beginning to end. He had a plan, a way back that the first Adam couldn't do. That through by this first Adam sin entered into this world that that we became inheritor inheritance of death. God had a plan to bring. They call it the second Adam. We know as Jesus Christ, the greater Adam. That through all men, come on, that th through him all men will be saved. That there is a way that we couldn't do ourselves. That Christ was the only way. And it's some deep stuff. When, when I grab hold of it, when I, when, I, when I realize what God's telling me here, like, man, like, we couldn't do, he, Jesus was doing what we couldn't do for ourselves. I'm telling you right now, I don't know about you, but, man, I, I think the Lord, I mess up every day. I fail every day. I honestly, not, not even sometimes, I mean, it, like, just because of, of, of how broken this world is. And I thank God that for, for his saving grace, for his plan, that knowing that by my, you know, and, and pe pe people, people, I'm going to say this, but I, I, see, I'm, not, I'm not good at debating people. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, no, like say this, right? And because like, people are like, no, that's, that's anyways, I'll say it, right? And we're not, and I know that, okay, listen, you got to let, you gotta let me finish my sentence before I, before I get it all out, right? By works, we have been saved, right? But now listen to this, right? But not by our works, by his works. We're not saved by, we know we're covered in grace now, but by his works. And people are like, what? He's, I wasn't trying to debate you guys, right? I wasn't, I wasn't trying to carry it out. <laughs> you see, we can never work our way to heaven. We could, nothing that we can do in this life can make us worthy of that. And so that's why Jesus, when he was baptized, that's why he went there. He went to that place where the, where the sinners were going. Why? To fulfill all righteousness. So you and me, so no longer do we have to be separated from Christ. And you see here in that portion of Scripture, you're seeing the Father, right, who is well-pleased, right? You're seeing there in Luke. Then you're seeing the Son who is the, that perfect Lamb that is going to set this world free. Then you see the Holy Spirit in the bodily form of a dove. 
You're seeing the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. That word Trinity, you'll probably never find it in the Word. You'll never find it in the Word of God. But was, this is a perfect example of it. And then you see him again. You see this again. Him on the cross, taking all of our sins, the sins of this world that no other man could have could have stepped in for, doing it willingly, out of perfect obedience, living a perfect life. Not nothing that he did deserved this kind of punishment. But yet he did it for you and I. Why? So that we can have a way back to God. That we can have a way back. To, see, God um, requires holiness, requires, requ requires something that we, couldn't, that we cannot do because of how badly we messed it up with Adam. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But Jesus, in the ultimate sacrifice, the one who stepped in. And some people believe too, like, because... John the Baptist comes from a, uh, the line of priests that, you know, that he was baptizing Christ, that he was preparing, uh, um, that, he, you know, they, they, that's what they do with the sacrifice. They, they, the priests, they clean it. They, 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 they prepare it to be, to, to be offered up. And this was the start of Jesus' ministry. So there, there, there's, so many, there's so many things here. Some people look at this and like, why did Jesus need to be baptized? There's so many things here. But ultimately, why? Because he was being obedient to what God required. What we could not do on our own. Trust me. <laughs> Have you looked at the Mosaic Law? <laughs> How many laws there are? We we breaking laws nonstop here, right? And thank God that we're no longer under that covenant, but we're under the covenant now of Jesus Christ, that covenant of grace, knowing that not by my works, Lord, but by the works that Christ done for for all of us. See, God required it, and Jesus lived up to it. He did it. He was able. No man, I'll tell you, from the moment we we're born, nobody had to teach me how to how to do how to how to how to do bad. I I automatically did bad. I, I lit firecrackers at the house. I didn't lit my house on fire when I was a kid. All kinds of I was, I was crazy. You guys don't know AJ when he was little. They were like, "What's wrong with that kid?" <laughs> somebody somebody tie that kid to a chair because I was used to bounce off. I was nobody had to teach me how to. I, I automatically wrong was just it was easier to do wrong than it was to do good. <laughs> Not how I came to understanding of what Christ. And now I'm living a life. Now, now when, 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 when God says, AJ, where you been at? Yo, AJ, I'm here. I'm here, Lord. Your servant is, listen, your servant is listening. I'm here, God. And I hope that's that for some of you. Some of you might feel like you're far away. from. I'm telling you, we get this idea. And I wish we, we, we can get it out of our minds that I've sinned so much that I'm not, I'm not worthy to, to talk to him today. That's the perfect time that he came to the place where sinners go. He came, he, he came to meet us where we're at. He's not looking for you to be perfect, to, to have it all together, to, to have all your, 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 your I's dotted and your T's crossed. He's coming to you right where you're at, messed up, just like he came to Adam, even when Adam had sinned, and even when it, it was all falling apart. And what, what do we see there in the garden? Even... At the time, he's clothing them. Not only that, when he's telling that you're, you're, you, when, he, when he's cursing the, the serpent, he's also giving them promises. He's giving Eve promises that your offspring will crush the head of the serpent, referring to what we know now as Jesus Christ, that now sin has no power over us. Now anxiety has no power over us. Now, are you hearing what I'm saying? Now sickness has no power over us. Now death, what can it boast? He conquered it all. He conquered death in the grave. He silenced the boast of both of them. And the heavens are declaring his kingdom. And that's why he's not only the lamb, but he is the lion. 
He is the one who conquered it all. He wasn't only the lamb that was slain, my friend, but he is the one to come. It's, oh, come on. Are you, guys, are you guys grabbing hold of this? Is it resonating inside you? What in the gift that he gave us? It also resembles the, the, the this baptism resembles the fact that, that the Holy Spirit descended. The fact that when he was crucified, what happened? The curtain was torn. No longer do we got to go to anybody, but we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. That we have access to that. Really, really grab hold of that. You have the spirit of the living God. You have the spirit of the one who created the foundations of this earth. You have God's spirit living inside you. Think about that next time you want to sin too. Think about that next time you want to do what, what, what God's what was contrary to God's word, knowing that he is, I want to be pleasing to this spirit. I want to, I want to live a life poor. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect, but it's no excuse to keep on living how I was living. God, I'm going to accept what you've done. God, with the sacrifice that you made, living in perfect obedience, I know that I probably will never live a life, I will never live a life like that, but I want to do all that I can to be pleasing and honor you, Lord. And I really feel like that's something missing in our generation, that honor. You know, I watch these TV series and I love it when I see somebody fighting the darkness and they're living a life of honor, a life of, 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 of obedience, saying, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do what's honorable. Where is that generation now? Where is that royal priesthood? Where is those people, a holy nation that say, you know what? I'm going to do what is right in the eyes of God. I'm going to live a life. I'm going to live this Christian life, what God's called me to do. I'm going to read his word and be obedient to it. I know that I might not live, never, I'm, I'll never get to the heights that Christ did because he was the ultimate sacrifice. But I want to be Christ-like. I'm, gonna, I'm getting ready to close. I know I've been talking a while. I, I, could, I could go on and on about this. All I love the word of God. Ain't nothing like it. Even when I was reading this and I was like, man, it gets me excited to see the love that God has for us. That even when Adam failed and brought death and, and, and just sickness to this world, that God was still there with his grace and his mercy in order to get us back. And my last point, number three, he is the lion of Judah. He is the lion of Judah. Grab hold of that. That's why the key word today is lion. That's who we serve. We serve a God that's conquered it all. Death could not hold him. He, he has, I know this sounds like a song because it is part of a song, one of my favorite songs. He has no rival. He has no equal. Who could rival him? Who could equal him? Some of you are going through some storms in your life, some situations, and you feel like there's no way out. You feel like, man, um, this is never going to, let me tell you something right now. That's a lie from the enemy. You better stand on God's word. Know who you are, that you're a son, you're a daughter of the Most High, that he has a plan for you. He has a plan to prosper you. Not to, some of you need to get that into your system. Some of you have been living like, you, like there's, there's no hope in this world. Let me tell you, we live with the greatest hope for mankind, the one who changed it all, the one who, with his very word, set the, 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 the land in motion, stopped the seas. Are you listening to me? Grab hold of it this morning. Don't leave this place the same. Today, if you're in a struggle, you're in a trial, you're in a storm, what you need to do, you need to realize that when he died, that he tore that curtain, that now we have access to the Holy Spirit. So wherever you may be at, whether it's in your car, whether it's in your kitchen, whether it's out back grilling some steaks, I don't know where you may be, but wherever you may be, that we have access to hit our knees and ask God, Lord, I can't do this on my own strength. I'm acknowledging you as my Lord and Savior of my life. I'm believing in my heart. And I'm standing on the hope of your promise. 
Knowing that the situation might seem dire, I might be stuck with the illness, I might be stuck with the sickness, I might be in financial difficulty, but I'm going on your word, I'm grabbing hold of it, and I'm believing it for my family, because that's for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord, I don't care if this rest of the world wants to go the other way, no, I know who you are, God, I know what you've done, come on, it gets me excited, don't take for granted the gift of God, and what he's done for us, and what we have at our disposal, Christ could have chose to have all of heaven come down and him not be crucified. But no, he laid his life down freely so that you and I, so that you and I grab hold of it, so that you and I, you and I will have that eternal life. And there's no other way, not by your works, not by my works, but by the works of Jesus, that we're able to inherit eternal life once again. I'm telling you right now, you have no idea. No eye has seen, no mind can deceive. No one knows what God has in store for us. The beautiful things. We know some of the stuff, streets of gold. We know a new heaven, new Jerusalem. We know some of the stuff. We know there'll be vineyards up there. You know there'll be feasting up there. But we can't even begin to conceive what he has in store, what he has planned for us. Imagine it. Like Adam and them had it good. I don't know about you. Not having to worry about food just to pull it off a tree. My goodness. You know what? Every day I got to cook. It's a trial and tribulation. <laughs> I, I, I thank God for the oven. I, just, I, I told somebody the other day I was cooking. They said, what are you cooking? I said, well, I just do some stuff with the oven. They said, that's not cooking. I don't know what is cooking then. <laughs> but in saying that, they, it was perfect. Some of you here today, you're saying, if this, if, if this God's so real, why is stuff so messed up in my life? The fact that you realize stuff so messed up in this world is so messed up shows you that you have a need of a Savior, and He is the Savior. He is the Messiah. When John baptized him, that was a moment of Jesus, the start of Jesus' ministry, declaring to everybody at that place, this is the Messiah. This is the line that you do. This is the one I've been talking about. This is the one I've been telling you about. I'm telling you right now, we've seen it today. We've seen a baptism today. This is only the start of what God wants to do here on Twitch. He's going to move. We're going to see an outpouring of his spirit, I believe. There's going to be, there's gonna be so many saved, so many knowing the truth. But it's going to take for some of you to stand up, to rise up, and do what God's called you to do. Do what God's called you to do. Not by our works, but by his. And then what we're doing here on Twitch at GSC, we're looking at the name of Jesus. And we're seeing it. God is drawing all men, women, children, he, well, 13-year-olds. If you're 13, if you're younger than 13, you shouldn't be on Twitch. <laughs> but he's, he, he's, he's drawing all, all people onto him. And we know God, this is a God thing. If this is a man thing, it wouldn't last, but this is a God thing. And we're going to continue to see. There's billions of people on Twitch. We, I can't stress enough. We need more and more of you to raise up. Be that person say you know what i want to honor god in my life i want to live that life i want when he calls me yo aj yo adam yo i don't know who else pastor boss that i answer lord your servant is here i'm listening i know i said a whole lot today guys and if you're here today you say you know what i, don't, I have no idea what all the everything you said i hope i broke it down easy <laughs> i don't know if i did so i get excited i skip my i, I skip my notes but I hope you understand that this rule was messed up. It's a broken world. We can't save ourselves. Adam showed a great example. Go throughout the Bible, with all the covenants that men kept on breaking them. But God always had this plan to bring the one who was greater than Adam. And that's Jesus Christ. And he's alive. He is living. I, I say, how do you know that, AJ? I have a relationship with God. I talk to him every day. And he talks to me. Not some big, loud, audible voice like you see on the movies, but that still small voice inside. He's, oh, AJ, where you be at? I'm here, Lord. 
that your will be done in my life. And I pray that you make that your prayer. God, that your will be done in my life today. That your will be done. And you may be here and say, I want to know this Jesus you're talking about. I'm going to do a salvation prayer. I'm going to close. And what this is, you're not saying a prayer to me, but you're saying, you know what? I've been going on my own so long. I've been feeling, so. I'm even watching this right now and I feel something inside. I feel like a tugging at my heart. I always use this analogy, talk about revelations. It talks about Jesus at, at the door of your heart and he's knocking, he's knocking. And some of you feeling it right now, you're like, I don't know what I'm feeling right now. I'm watching this, I don't understand what I'm feeling right now. That's Christ, he's knocking at your heart. He's saying, hey, let me in. He's not gonna force himself in. He's saying, hey, come on. I wanna come and I wanna commune with you. I wanna sit down. I wanna have a relationship with you. Let me tell you, God is real. The, the, the word of God is still living and active and it's gonna surpass the foundations of this earth as we know. Honestly, he's real. I was, I was talking to somebody the other day on the day to reconnect about the realness of God and who he is. And I can tell you all day long. I can tell you all day long. I use this analogy, I can tell you all day long about who he is, but unless you really accept him for yourself, make him Lord of your life, you're never gonna experience what I'm talking about. It's like, I use this Coca-Cola analogy. I don't even like Coca-Cola. I can tell you all day long, Coca-Cola is so good. It tastes great. It's the best soda out there. I don't know. But unless you really try Coca-Cola, you never know how it tastes. And unless you really accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're gonna never know what it feels like to have him in your life. So I'm gonna say a prayer and say, that's me, I want, I want to accept, I, I need this in my life. I need this in my family's life. We've been in ruin. Things are broken, relationships are broken. He is the way maker, like they say in that song. He is the one who could restore. Even when we don't feel him sometimes, he's always working on our behalfs. He's real, guys, he's real. And he wants to be real for you. All you do is accept him. So say this prayer after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and you rose again on that third day. Come into my heart. I accept you now as Lord and Savior. Forgive me of all my sins. Cleanse me, Lord. I give my life to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we say amen. Come on, get the Lord. Can we get some praise in the chat? I love you guys, and I just want to thank you again for the opportunity to share. I will see you guys after service. God bless. Amen. Amen. And can we give it up for those people right now that are just accepting Jesus Christ into their hearts for the first time? Hey, listen, I've I made that decision a long time in my a long time ago in my life, and I never regretted it. But if you did make that decision for the first time today, or maybe you just rededicated your life to Jesus, if somebody can do me a favor and type exclamation point connect in the chat, what I would ask you to do is just click on that link and fill out the form. Hey, listen, when you accept Jesus Christ, it's a big decision. But a lot of people, they accept Jesus Christ and they say, but what now? Like what's next in my life? Because it's the beginning of a brand new journey and we wanna help you walk along in that journey. What does it look like? What do I do now? Where do I, what do, where do I start reading in the Bible? It's a really big book, but where do I start reading? How do I pray? What is baptism? We just had a baptism today. If you have questions about that, we wanna be able to answer those things for you. We're not gonna spam you with emails or anything like that, but we definitely wanna connect with you and help you along in this journey with any questions that you might have uh, as you continue 
continue this walk. And once again, congratulations to those of you that have just accepted Jesus Christ. And I just wanted to thank Pastor AJ for that amazing, amazing message. I think it's it, it it's so good to know that Jesus Christ, because of his works, as he said, that he paid the debt for us. And uh, I just thank Jesus so much for being faithful because I know a lot of times us as humans, we, we, we make mistakes. We do, we do dumb things, right? I don't say dumb a lot, but let's be honest. As humans, we sometimes do dumb things. I know that I do dumb things too, but because of Jesus Christ, because of what he did on the cross for us, we can have salvation through him. So um, once again, those of you that accepted Jesus Christ into your life, uh, congratulations. And, and we want to get to know you. We want to be able to connect with you. Uh, right now, guys, we're going to go into a time of offering and giving. And hey, if this is your first time here at God Squad Church, I want you to know we don't want anything from you. We want everything for you, though. But if you do call God Squad Church your home church, or maybe, maybe it is your first or second time here, but you feel like God is impressing upon you to be able to give today, um, this is a time for us to be able to share another form of worship with God. We do believe here at God Squad Church that sharing of our finances, that giving of our finances to to God is a form of worship. It's a form of faith saying, God, I'm, I'm entrusting this into you. I know that the number might be scary that you put on my heart. It might, it might maybe for some of you, it might not be like the scariest thing, but the fact of the matter is, is God has called us to do this. And I do believe that once again, it's a form of worship for him. And so uh, it's a lot of people, they say, well, I don't have any gifts that I can use inside of the church. This is, this is something that somebody can do. And all, you know everything that goes here to the church is so that the church can continue functioning. So we can continue doing what we're doing every single week, all the events that we do, so that more and more people around the world can come to know Jesus Christ. And I wanted to thank you for your faithfulness and generosity. It's because of you that more people come to know Jesus Christ through this church. And so I wanna share multiple safe and secure ways that you can give to God Squad Church. You can do so by uh, going into the panels below Hello, clicking on the give panel that will allow you to give through uh, PayPal. You can also go to our website at godsquadchurch.com slash give. If you do that, and uh, you can you can give there recurring monthly, recurring daily, uh, or recurring uh, weekly donations, or maybe just a one-time donation. You can do that as well at that website. And then finally, if you're a U.S. resident, you can uh, you can give there as well by typing any amount and just put it towards the number eight four three two one. If it's your first time using text to give that will it, it will send you through a very short process that takes like less than a minute to be able to go through and then you just put in the number and you put it to 84321 but once again i want to thank you for your faithfulness and your generosity it's because of you guys that we can continue doing what we're doing here at god squad church and it's impacting lives of people all around the world so thank you so much